Hi everybody! Welcome to Paano Ba To? Financial Advice from Your Broke College Students. Spilling the tea on personal finances, life's demands, and everything in between. I am Matt Gloria, your host, and I hope you're having a beautiful week. So, you know what's really interesting is that I came across a read this week. It was recommended to me by my mom. Let me just get it. Oh, it's it's the richest man in Babylon by George S. Clason or Clason. Not sure how you pronounce it. I wasn't really sure what I was getting into or what my mom was trying to imply for me to read this. So let me tell you how it went. First few pages I came across a uh, Los Angeles Times review. Man's uh, like it was a review by Los Angeles Times. It said. What can a book written in the 1920s tell modern investors about their finances? Well, a whole lot. Huh. If it's George Clayson's delightful set of parables that explain the basics of money, this is a great gift for a graduate or anyone who seems baffled by the world of finance and a wonderful, refreshing read for even the most experienced investor. So yun pala sinasabi ng nanay ko, mag-save ako. Baka kasi kakatapos lang ng 6-6 note shop. I may read this book. Anyways, the review did not lie. One part of the book that caught my attention was The Seven Cures for a Lean Purse or The Seven Secrets to a Lean Pocket. It resonated with me in ways that it seemed um, doable, you know? Do you get me? It felt like something I could actually do. I'm in my early 20s, second year of college, and these learnings would greatly help my financial stability in the long run. Especially knowing that here in the Philippines, you're not big on financial literacy. I learned this in one of my classes. Based on a study by the Asian Development Bank, ADB, the Philippines ranked 68th globally in terms of financial literacy in debt. Did you know? Only 25% of Filipinos are aware of the basics of managing their money. That's crazy, don't you think? Just 25%? Guys, I'm a gastadora na. But I think I'm a part of that. So let's try to learn some more on financial literacy today. So as the future of our country, let us immerse ourselves in this financial knowledge. In today's podcast, we'll be creating the 7 Secrets to a Lean Pocket Broke College Student Edition. So we have our special guests, Miguel Bernabe, GM Salazar, and Jane Ramos. Special thanks also to Daniel Cadavon and his editing skills for making this possible. So without further ado, we have Miguel Bernabe. Hello! Hello, Mr. Miguel! Hi, hello. It's really good to be here. Oh, is it okay if I call you Miggy? Miguel just sounds so formal, don't you think? Uh, okay, sure. I mean, we're friends and we're gonna learn a lot from each other. So, you can call me Matt and I can call you Miggy. Okay. Okay, Matt. Okay. So, anyways, I have a couple... I have a question. A question for you from our listeners. So, from Joanna, she asks, When I was a freshie po, I had a set budget weekly and planned to save a specific amount per week. Pero pagdating po ng Saturday, naubos talaga siya. What can I do to make sure may nasasave naman ako after a week? Oh my God, Joanna. Parang hindi naman si Joanna nagtanong yan. Parang ako lang yan. I can relate. So, um, yes. you can give us some tips about this and dive into it. Take it away. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Actually, she is on the right track. Like, tignan mo yung sabi niya. Uh, uh, she had a set a budget with weekly and plan to save a specific amount per week which is what I actually wanted to talk about talaga so first let us first get out of get <laughs> okay so let us first get this out of the way it is expensive to be broke at first this may seem counterintuitive of course kapag kakunti lang ang pera mo everything may indeed seem expensive but there is a legitimate explanation for this it is much harder to make smarter financial decisions kapag hangin lang laman ng ating bulsa. We are forced to buy in retail instead of wholesale where we can save more. We can, we can only buy cheaper things which break down easily, forcing us to buy more cheaper things that break down easily. Uh, most of us broke college students have little to no knowledge about financial institutions, katulad nga ng sabi mo, where we can make what little savings we have to compound over time. In other words, Having money tracks more money, and having none only attracts more expenses. So the first step we could take to wait, break wait, out I'm of sorry. this. Wait, wait, wait! This is really interesting to me because <laughs> I mean, you said that for ano, if I have money, I attract more money, and for yes. well, talo ako mawawala. Is that what you're trying yes. to tell me? 
Oh, yes, okay, okay. and unfortunately, ganun talaga mag-operate ang ating economic organization dito sa Pilipinas as well as in other countries. Okay, this is a new learning mm-hmm. for me. Okay, okay, continue. <laughs> yes, okay. So the first step we could take to break out of this stubborn cycle, katulad nga rin ng ginagawa ni Joanna, is fairly simple and straightforward. No matter how much income you get, whatever its source may come from, such as allowances, income from your part-time job perhaps, or freelance work, Every 10 coins you get, spend 9 and save 1. Allocate 9 tenths of your income on necessary expenditures and leave 1 tenth of it untouched. Okay, so personal side note lang. Back in junior high school, my daily allowance was 100 pesos. My school was 2 towns away from my own, so I I had to commute. It was a 30-minute bus ride, which cost 15 pesos each ride. 30 pesos, kung ang sinasakyan mo ay isang air-conditioned minibus, wala akong pack lunch, so I always bought my lunch in school, which can cost around 20 to 30 pesos. So, all in all, my total expense for each day, if I assume yung mga most expensive alternatives, are 90 pesos. In hindsight, it was precisely 9 tenths of my allowance, uh, my income. After I received my allowance each day, I always pocketed 10 pesos instantly, so that I avoid being tempted to spend it. Each week, I have secured a clean 50 pesos in my wallet, and this is assuming the most expensive alternatives palang, ha? Not every day did I ride the more expensive bus nor ate a 30 pesos meal. Some weeks, I availed the least expensive alternative, which would yield me a total savings of 50 pesos per day, meaning 250 pesos per week. Some days, nililibre pa ako minsan ng tanghalian ko pumasahe pawe ng mga kaibigan ko. So, so, talagang itong 10 pesos per day mo, hindi, hindi pa talaga itong exact price. This is the maximum price na pwede mong masave each day. So, I was able to treat myself to occasional splurges from those savings. But not only that, it was able to save me a couple of times in some emergency situations. For instance, pagkatapos na ng klase namin ng 5pm sa hapon, tas may mga practicum. Masabayang pagtigkas kung may ganun din ba kayo nung high school na kailangan yung practicein ng mga hanggang 7pm na kami natatapos. Tapos, sen- se- se- yes, yes, yung mga Pilipinas. Yung <laughs> so, mga 7pm na kami uuwi. But the thing is, pag 7pm, alanganin na yung mga minibus noon. The only That's transportation vehicle. Yes, oo. And the only transportation vehicles that you could actually uh, avail pag ganong oras ay mga big bus na. Kaya ang presyo ng mga big bus, mga 50 to 60 pesos. So, pag 50 to 60 pesos ang nasakyan mo, tas edi yari na pala ako kung wala akong extra laman sa wallet ko. Kasi hindi nasapat yung 100 pesos ko. Kung kunwari, 30 pesos yung halaga nung sinakyan ko nung umaga, tas 30 pesos din yung kinain ko nung tanghalian, 60 pesos na yun. And add, add to the fact yung 50 pesos na transportation ko pag-uwi and 60 pesos, abay, wala na. Wala. Baka ibaba na lang ako ng bus doon, wala na akong masasakyan, <laughs> di ba? So, yun. Or in some extreme cases, nakatulog pa minsan ako sa bus and <laughs> I would have to take another trip back home. So, that's just one of the most severe cases naman ng mga emergency situations. You can, ano, totoo, totoo, guilty. Tapos naman, or in mundane cases naman, yung mga nasave mong pera, I can cover for small expenses such as pagpaprint sa school or pag pag may gusto ko lang meriandahin. The point is, the point is, anyone's journey to financial independence starts with your income and by saving a certain portion of it. The money you'll invest at a later time, the money you'll need to buy equipment for your business, the money you'll need to acquire assets that provide value to you, and the money you will amass to work for you in the years to come will have to come and start from somewhere. And unless you are expecting money to fall from the sky, that money will have to come from what you are earning right now. Your income is your first wealth generator. Mm, very well put. That's very well put, Nilia. So 10%, huh? 10% rule? Mm-hmm. 10% mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I guess you could say that like a 10 you could say that is a, the 10% rule. So, so far, it's working pretty well for you. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's pre- working pretty well. Sabi ko kanina, JHS example, you know, but I'm still actually employing that today in, ano, in college. 
And since pag-college na, I would assume na ang ating income or allowances ay mas mataas compared sa junior high school, di mas magiging exponential rin yung magiging savings mo. Hmm. Narinig ako narinig na 20 ulit. 20% naman. Mm-hmm. Ito din bahala. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bahala as long as yeah, yung ten, yeah, yung 10% naman kasi, it's arbitrary. Depende rin yan sa expenditures mo, which actually is gonna be my topic for the next part. Expenditures for our next stop. We have to intake expenditures then no? Hindi lang yung... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. So we have addressed the question of how do we save money. The next step now is how to spend it. And perhaps more importantly, how do we control our spending? How do we even make sure na may masasave ka in the first place, di ba? In this particular discussion, we have to consider a few talking points. I know we like throwing around the word broke a lot and most of the time. The difference between just perceiving we are broke or whether we are actually broke is determined by how we spend our money. Some of us are broke because we literally cannot afford even the basic necessities. And some are relatively broke when they can afford basic amenities, but not anything beyond that. That's called relative poverty. And most of us studying in university, I would imagine, is probably belonging to the latter spectrum of brokenness. With that said, monitoring your own spending habits can easily be the factor that tips us above the poverty threshold. Okay, the best way to do this is by simply writing down when and where your money goes. Simple as that. Kung may binili kang candy, may binili kang lapis, you can make a mental note and write. try to write it later. Instead of making guesses in your head and writing mental notes and just leaving them there, try to jot them down in a notebook. As we all know, just like when we're studying, the conscientious element in writing helps us mentally reinforce the flow of our money. And it is also a great tool and a great parang ano lang, evidence kung saan nga napunta yung mga pera natin. So yun nga, monitoring. Like, ano, my fresh uh, year as well, pinagtatawanan ako ng friends ko kasi habang nasa labas kami, pag kailangan, kailangan gas, lalabas ko yung phone ko, meron akong notes dun, itatype ko kung magkano din yung gastos ko per day. Tinuro ko ako, hindi naman budget yan eh, pinatype ko lang kung ano mga gastos mo eh. Pero you know, baby steps, baby steps then at least I tried. Yes, yes. Believe me, they wouldn't be laughing pag ikaw na yung malaki na tas mm-hmm. you're gonna be financially successful in the future. They'll want to do the mm-hmm. same. Yeah. Yes. So, that that's it. Monitoring your own expenses. Know where and when your money comes in or where your money comes out. That's called cash inflows and cash outflows. And ano nga, in, in the financing world, there's something which you call cash management. That is knowing parang how much money you should save and when holding too much money is ano is parang losing you value in your financing because it states that the opportunity cost if you're holding uh if you're holding too much money and that is not being spent or being put anywhere productive where it can accumulate value you're actually accumulating losses ganun and having too little money parang puts you in the risk of parang having to borrow from others and accumulating interest, di ba? Pag nag, ano, nag-borrow ka, lalo na from financial institutions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that is why the importance of monitoring your own expenditures to know exactly kung saan napupunta ang pera mo and how much you are actually saving after binawasan mo na itong mga expenses na ito sa iyong income or sa ating mga college students' allowances. Ganun. Uh, so it means identifying your activities like Mga mamaya, yung kinoconsider mo palang necessary expenditures. Kumari, uh, <laughs> ice cream doing after. After yung nagkaklase, necessary expenditure mo pala yun. But in reality, it's not a necessary expenditure, di ba? Ang necessary expenditures, tubig, uh, siguro school supplies sa case natin, uh, siguro, uh, syempre food every day. And on another note, okay, uh, side tip ito sa ating mga college okay. geeks out there. Take a listen. It's one great tip for saving, yes, mm-hmm. is to eat at home. <laughs> eat at home. <laughs> Learn Maguto. how to cook. Maguto. Simple as that. Oh. Magsahin. Kahit omelette lang yan. Tama, tama. <laughs> Tutunan nyo kung paano yung mag-ano ng tubig, yung para hindi masunog yung kanin nyo, so yung finger rules, ating mga asyano dito, asyana. <laughs> that is true. Time to learn. That is one of that is one of the greatest tips I can give you. 
because learning how to cook, syempre, pag ang mga binabenta naman sa cafeteria, nag, nag, ano na sila, nag-add na sila ng pangtubo nila doon. Hindi lang naman yung i-consider na lang ingredients ang cup. And then, of course, they're not compounded with the ano, profit margin nila. And that is that is why cooking at home is a great tip. Mm-hmm. True, true, true. So the so the main point here is stay at home. Pero I think ngayong times na to, ayaw na natin naririnig yung stay at home. At sobra na tayo na sa loob. Yes. So, to Joanna, what's your final words to Joanna's question? You wrap it up if you want. So, yeah. Joanna, you, you've actually got the first part of ano, accumulating wealth, right? Of accumulating savings, right? is by ano nag-allocate na sabi mo di ba ng set budget mo tapos kakalatasin mo na yung expenses mo that is that is actually the pinaka fundamental part of ano financial independence is by learning how to save but at the same time i think your problem lies in controlling expenditures kasi nga i don't think you're aware kung saan pupunta yung pera mo because nauubos mo na nga lang pagkadating ng weekend di ba so know where your money goes and parang ano cut on the unnecessary expenditures and only spend it on the necessary ones. Thank you. Thank you so much. Even I learned something from this. So, Joanna, if you hear this, That's good to hear. <laughs> I hope you know to save your allowance and the mindset you need with your expenditures. Don't forget the 10%. And everything you're spending on, be wary about them. So, thank you so much, Mickey, for coming on to my show, for blessing us with this knowledge and safety. Oh, no, thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so moving on, we have now learned how to save our money and track our expenses. So let's move on to our next speaker, Miss Gian Salazar. Welcome, welcome to the show. Hi, Ma. Can I call Hi, you, please? <laughs> Can yeah, I call sure. you? Okay. So as um uh, as the first speaker, I also have a question for you from our listeners. Would that be okay? Yeah. Okay. Okay, shoot. Okay. There's a question from Polo. He asks, I put away my money in a piggy bank, but as I get older, I am exposed to opportunities in multiplying my money. How do I do so? Actually, Gian, um, even I am hearing about things like investing in Gcash, in crypto, the stock market. I hear a lot of these opportunities to yeah. make your money no, right now. I don't know how to do yes. it, where to do it. So, there's no Um, I think yung experience with Paula is something na we all share, especially yung mga college students, yes. diba? Ngayon, that we're in our early 20s, nagsisimula na tayo mag-save. Ayan, nag-save tayo sa banks, yes. or yun nga, sa, through GCash, or... But it doesn't seem enough, school, no? Siguro. It doesn't seem enough to save ngayon, so we have to do something about it. Yeah. One problem kasi na na-encounter natin is we save money not knowing na yung yung paghawak natin mismo sa pera is may cost yun. May cost yung mere holding or keeping money. Kasi, um, we have to take into consideration yung inflation, di ba? Habang, habang tumatagal o habang lumilipas yung panahon, lumiliit ng lumiliit yung value ng pera natin. So, saving isn't enough. Lalo na sa ekonomiya natin ngayon, mataas yung, mabilis tumaas yung mga bilihin. So, yung sinave natin today, siguro next year, hindi na siya, hindi niya na mabibili yung mga bagay na previously na-afford niya. My experience, nagmamahal na talaga yung mga ibang gamit ngayon, no? Kasi, oh, last year, really, Ako last year, last year baka pag-start ng quarantine, syempre nakiklowiting ako, di ba? So, trinay ko bumili yes. ng dumbbell. So, siguro nung time na yun, mga 150 lang yun, gano'n. So, ngayon, isang mm-hmm. dumbbell lang yun, tinawalan ako. So, sabi ko, bilhin mo na nga dalawa kasi uneven yan eh. Ano, isang arm lang yung magkakamasa. So, I went back. And I had to buy yeah. Yung 150, naging 300. So, what yung savings ko, nagkulang siya. So, what can you, what learnings can I, what learning can you bestow on us about this? I have a tip <laughs> for Paulo. Yes. <laughs> Ayan. So, I've read then, um, kudos to your mom for recommending Richest Man in Babylon kasi 
lately in diba nitong quarantine ang dami tayong free time so nabasa ko din siya and um the book offers a lot of uh, suggestions on how to multiply our money or how to make our savings multiply so with that more often than not kasi when it comes to money we worry about two things how to earn them or how to save them and how to make them multiply now we're going to talk about the second one how to make your heart hard earned money multiply. With our first question, we asked how to earn money. We think about ways we can work for it. For example, we take part-time jobs. Ayan. So, for example, we apply for jobs to be compensated. Other, ano naman, other options, we start a business with the hopes na yung business natin, they will grow and we will earn our income. However, what the book The Richest Man in Babylon suggests is that we also explore the idea that instead of us working for our money, we can make actually, uh, we can actually make money work for us. Diba? That's so interesting. That kasi, is interesting. Um, yeah. Sinabi sa book, in fact, yun yung third law ng handling gold or handling mm-hmm. wealth is make money work for you. So how do we do that? Curious ka ba, Matt? How do we make our money multiply? Yan, diba? Nung start ng quarantine, dami nagsistart ng business. Eh? So, yun, kaya, like, yeah. But maybe with this tip, people can see it in a different perspective. So how can we make money work for us? One way to make our money multiply is through passive income. So what do we mean by passive income? Passive income is earnings derived from any activity that does not require us to be involved. So ibig sabihin, kahit saan tayo, anong ginagawa natin, kahit nakahiga lang tayo, nanonood lang tayo ng Netflix, ayan, our money is working for us. We are actually earning and making our money multiply without doing much. That's the dream, right? I love so that idea. One idea na, diba? So one idea to, or one way to do that is to invest in stocks. Mm-hmm. Ayan. So through investing in stocks, we can earn passive income kasi um, although wala tayong ginagawa, yung market, yung money na pinaput natin up there in the market, they're working for us. So yun yung isang example. Another is um if you have seen the trend the trend on YouTube, um maraming maraming mga YouTubers na pinag-uusapan yung rise ng Bitcoin. I'm sure um we have a lot of friends na nag-invest na sa Bitcoin. Cryptocurrency. So very trendy I it a lot. Yeah, that's also one way to make our money multiply. So I'm not gonna go into detail to how to invest, kung saan mo dapat dalhin yung pera mo. Actually, online, there are a lot of resources na makakapag-explain yan ng mas malalim. One recommendation would be Nicole Alba on YouTube. If you have heard of her, ayan. So, Nicole, so that's for making our money multiply. What's the next step after this? So, let's say na we're earning passive income from stocks, crypto. What do we do next? Of course, we guard our treasure against loss. So, di ba pinag-usapan natin kanina na investing in banks can also earn us interest, but at the same time, it gu- it guards our money kasi we don't have to bring our money everywhere. So, yun yung pinaka-obvious um, na way to how to guard our money. Moving on, yung sinabi sa book na the fourth and fifth law of gold, which is, sabi doon, gold slips away from the man who invests in areas he is not an expert in and flees from the man who is who forces it to impossible earnings. Ayan, yung nabanggit ko kanina na we either make money work for us or we put it somewhere na hindi natin masyadong gamay, hindi tayo knowledgeable, and we end up losing our money. So this second tip from the book, guard your losses, guard your treasure against losses rather is a really, really, really good tip as well. So, with that, paano ba natin ito may kukonek sa contact natin in the Philippines? I'm sure, Matt, you've heard about yung mga financial scams na um, nabibiktima yung mga Pilipino lately, yung mga um, multi-level marketing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lang open. It will ask for your details and it will lead you to thinking that you will earn something. Pero in reality, they are getting money from you, no? At the target, yung manulang mm. alam about finances. So, what can you say about this? Ayan. So, one tip na sinabi din sa book is we must seek advice from others with more experience. Ayan. 
we should very we should be very careful when um we put money into investments or yung mga um income generating activities kasi um pag kapag uh, hinayaan natin yung desire natin to make money quickly doon siya mas madaling mawala kasi 'di ba every opportunity comes with risk so high return ibig sabihin i-expect mo na na mataas din yung risk doon so yun, yun yung sabi sa boxic advice from others with more experience um pag-usapan naman natin i'm sure uh, student pa lang siguro si Polo 'di ba after making his money multiply um how do how can he guard his treasure against loss. Matt, I'm gonna ask you, ano yung last Shopee Boodle mo? Zian, <laughs> please, why are you exposing me like this? So, I, okay, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you guys know. So, nasi-stressed na ako, hindi doon na toping neck. So, noong 6-6, I ordered fake tattoos, since stickers lang, para ma-feel kung there's something, there's change, you know, I'm in control. I know, I'm not proud of it, but, you know. <laughs> Ayan, so, etong hashtag Shopee Doodle, isa to sa mga dapat nating um, i-take into consideration when it comes to guarding our treasure against loss. So, kasi yung mga impulse buy, lalo na ngayon with yung income um yung mga um e-commerce na bubung sila so ang dali natin maka-order online tapos madali natin imbes na nag mas mabilis yung pag-multiply ng money natin mas mabilis natin siyang nagagastos so i think that's one way to interpret yung sinabi sa book na guard your treasure against loss so Gian, i mean i have to backtrack with something you said like the first part. yeah sure is that okay uh, i just really have some questions as well i sure, think sure, this sure. sent in some questions as well i think they're related ones i'm just gonna sh- um let's shoot some that's okay so yes, yes. make your money multiply i really resonated with me the way you said make money work for you it was kind of empowering journal ko i want yeah, to so some things you mentioned is stocks and cryptocurrency yeah, yeah. dive into it but i just want to say it's kind of overwhelming no the stock market and yes ano parang other people ang mas maalam talaga sila sa ganun pero pag pinag-uusapan nila parang on surface level ang hirap intindihin no so yes, i mean yes. we can well, like you mentioned you mentioned some places where we can learn of course it is up to you then if you want to learn pero i think what we need to focus on here is you think it is safe to put our money since it's passive income, is it safe to be able to put it in the stock market or in the cryptocurrency? So, what do you think? Um, to answer your question, first, um, of course, pag nag-invest tayo ng money, kailangan sa reliable company. Of course, we check if registered sila sa uh, legally. So, after doing our background check, with your question na, is it safe to invest our money in stock? Lalo na ngayon na COVID at nasa recession tayo. So, um, in studying business finance, we, we have this term called, uh, riding the yield curve. Ibig sabihin nito, um, we, uh, we invest our money for the long term. So, sa mga nag, uh, mga natatakot na mag-invest, lalo na, na, uh, mababa or medyo bagsak yung market natin, I think, um, may my advice for them is do not be afraid to invest when yun nga mababay market kasi ang um ang goal naman natin is to buy low and then sell high so with that dapat makita natin siya instead of a problem na makita natin siya as an opportunity kasi di ba as pag ngayong mababa we can buy more with our money tapos um in the kasi pag may pag may recession i-expect na natin na in the near future, meron yung upswing. Yes. So, doon tayo magka-capitalize sa upswing. So, yun nga, don't be afraid to invest your money in stocks. Kasi, um, kapag nag-upswing yung market, let's expect higher gains. So, if we buy low now, pag dating ng panahon at nag-boom na yung market natin, we cannot sell them for higher price. So, that's a thing that we should look into when investing. 
I'm going Ayan. to add lang ha, kasi in the spectrum of investments, there is low return, and there is yes, risk, yes. high return, high risk. There is a long spectrum of investments. Um, There's a lot to learn for it pa. I mean, one of the things I um hear from people, meron ngayon yung GCash, may G investments. So, last meeting, yes. listeners, this is not sponsored. It's not an app. Yeah, for GCash, you like know. to check that. So, um, ayun, with investments naman, there are common investment scams, the Ponzi scam, pyramid scam. So, to our listeners out there, please try to avoid the falling to these scams. Make sure yung pinapasukan niyo ng pera, it's registered and it's valid because right now, it yes. is a uh, time to explore with our opportunities since you mentioned mga GN if we are in a recession. So, don't be afraid to learn and to explore with your financial capabilities kasi um, so far, I don't think you can do anything wrong because where you put your money True. now, will eventually, eventually grow. It will grow right now. Oh, yeah, that's no a really good up. dip, Matt. There's no way but up right now. Yeah. <laughs> Stay that's positive. That's a good reminder. Thank you. Thank you for this. Thank you. So, to our listener, Polo, yes. So, I hope you learned something from Miss Gian about yes. multiplying your money. So, Thank you, Miss Gian. I'm so happy you bestowed your knowledge on multiplying money with us. I'm never gonna forget make money Aww. work for you. So yes, thank-, thank you, Matt, for having me. Okay. So, for our next portion and the last portion of our podcast. Um, okay. <clears throat> so, save the best for last, I think. Okay, so we have Miss Jane Ramos. Hello, Jane. Hi, Matt. Thank you for having me today. Uh, okay, so you are going to be our final speaker. No pressure, but I think you will be wrapping this all up. I really want to hear about this part of the podcast. Isn't it about what is going to happen na? Kasi diba, you saved na, track your expenses, try to multiply your money. So now we are going to talk about the future. So, you know, no pressure. Okay. So You're pressuring me. <laughs> I'm kind of a fan. So, for uh, my question for you, it was actually um from my cousin, my older cousin. She actually listens to the show. Hi, Ate Jovel. If you hear this, here's your question. Can we answer by mistake? So, um, so... Ate Jabel, she's on the way to graduating and she worries about the future income and how to secure this. What can you, what advice can you give to her? I mean, she's an um, third year and then she's gonna go fourth year and she's thinking about money. Nakase, so I would like to hear what you think. Mm, yes, yes. That's a very realistic concern seeing as we are currently in a recession and the job market is extremely competitive at the moment. So, um, my main advice for her and for our listeners is that we have to understand that money is willing to multiply for and cling to us if we are a wise investor. Uh, that is that we have to consider the future value of money and we also have to recognize the power of passive income. So, how do we start being a wise investor? First, we always have to define our goals. For example, if your attitude bell wants to be financially independent by the time she finishes college or before she starts her career, that can be her goal. You have to also identify the period or the year. It can be a short term, that is two years from now, or it can be the long term, in the long run. For example, uh, five years from now or ten years from now, when you're going to start a family. The next is that you have to review your budget. Na pinag-usapan natin kanina nga kung paano natin isi-save yung kita natin, paano natin ito protectahan at paano natin siya ipapamultiply, di ba? So we have to also review how much of that money we can invest or how much can we manage to contribute. And lastly is that we have to explore our available options. Uh, one, parang, one of the most siguro safest or probably most popular way of securing a future income or a future budget, especially now when we are in a pandemic, 
and we are unsure of our future income or how we will pay our bills is to have an emergency fund. That is, uh, ensuring a future income does not only pertain to our retirement or life plan. That even as a college student, even now, that it is a good to have a basic idea about a secure or sustainable source of income in the coming years. Jane, I think parang medyo natap din ni but not as wide scale, pero medyo natap niyo um, the thought of pocket money, no? Para at the end of the day, yeah. yung nyare kailangan mo ng extra money, hindi yung, hindi yung sinasakta mo lang pera mo for the day, no? Kunyari, kailangan mo biglang mamasahe ng mas malaki, you have to have extra money for that, or yeah. an emergency. Pero yes, that is, uh, no? The wider scale. That, that, yeah, that is the foundation mm-hmm. of almost everything that involves being financially independent. And we can extend this further, actually, and put our money into an emergency fund. Like, for example, unexpected unexpected expenses. Like, nabudul ka for 7-7 naman ngayon. <laughs> How are you gonna get that money you need to buy your kid care, your uh, fitness, Something. Yes. <laughs> really that is yeah. That is how you can use your emergency fund. So another use is for future expenditures. Like for example, na you're about to start your career. How are you going to start your career in a new city without a down payment for an apartment? Or how can we go back to face-to-face classes without, I don't know. Without like a one month advance in our boarding, uh, boarding house, right? or our dormitory, apartment. dormitory, yeah, boarding dormitory. House. Yes, yes. <laughs> that's the word. So, yun, yun yung importance of emergency fund. Now, we move on to another question, like, where can you put your emergency fund? Now, for students, syempre, yung malalaking emergency funds, di natin kaya import. Like, for example, our family have an emergency fund that needs 5,000 monthly contribution. As college students, we can't afford that because that almost amounts to our monthly allowance. Yes. So, for those who don't want to invest or have a separate savings account, a low-risk investment or a mutual or yeah, a mutual fund is, ben- is very beneficial. So, uh, I think sa mga na-review kong uh, banko, there are multiple financial institutions that offer affordable mutual fund investment that is as low as 1,000 Actually, I can attest to this because <laughs> yung mga pinsat mo, dami matanong yan sa pera. As for the older cousin, my younger cousin, was asking me about the GCAS investment and mutual funds and daw pwede maglagay ng pera. Meron daw mga starting, 500, 1,000, we started searching. So, if you can dive yeah. into this, please. Yeah, it's very, very confusing. But once you're there at that financial institution, you can actually ask them that variety of questions. Just note that uh, financial institutions offer mutual funds as low as 1,000 pesos, which is very affordable for us college students. And... Uh, we can also have a unit investment trust fund that is similar to mutual funds but are only offered in banks. Like, for example, BDO or Banco de Oro, yung pera nilang uh, strategy or uh, investment scheme for short-term funds requires just a minimum of 1,000 pesos for at least six months. So that is a very good option for those who want to be financially independent for the short term. And those na dinescus na de ba about stocks. So for those who want a challenge in being financially secure in the future, try investing in stocks, of course. And yung sinasabi nyo nga before, the Gcash invest invest money. It's a very good way to ano para incorporate or to access our limited knowledge and limited resources to start being financially independent or to start our journey to being financially independent. So, yeah. 
Speaking of Jane, okay, so you mentioned a couple of um ways, no, the low risk investments and others who actually want to challenge where they put their money. So you mentioned, okay, we tap mutual funds. So let's talk about banking, no, bank. So don't do you have a bank account right now? Ano ba bank? Yes, actually I do. Okay, ano ako BPI kasi ako. There's an online app for it because I find it very mm. uh, convenient. So, pagdating naman sa banking, no, there are a lot of ways where you can um, put your money. I think there are different types. Na parang there's checking account, savings account, time deposit account, all this. Yeah. So, diba, there are some that when you leave it there, it can, um, what do you call this? It will, it's like a sort of a passive income. Medyo, yes, actually. But what's the term for it? Uh, may nagdagdagan yung pera mo because of interest. Interest. I think the word is interest. Yes. Yes. Like it compounds. Parang ganon ba? Yes. So medyo pag linabas mo meron ka na medyo may dagdag no. Wait. Actually, the uh, idea of time deposit. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a specific time that you do, you have to let the money multiply and not withdraw it because if you withdraw it then you have to pay for additional fees. Yeah, I think these are great ways to act as an emergency fund. Hindi yung, I don't think it's convenient anymore to hide your money under a mattress or put it under your shoe. Put it under your shoe. I don't think that's very um efficient nowadays and there are very the ways you mentioned I think they're much, much better. I think some other Filipinos Mm. said they don't know these con these Words na mutual funds, unit investment, trust funds, the stocks, the chica. So I'm glad we are being able to make um, our listeners open-minded about this. The old ways, the traditional ways. We move forward, don't we, Jane? <laughs> yeah, we should, we should. Okay, so aside from these, so with that, Jane, with that, um, with this, I think this is an important part of the show, no? Since we aim for people's learning. With that, yes. how can we learn to earn? Yeah, because you said before that people find the concept of mutual funds, stock, investment, very overwhelming, overwhelming yes. and very, very confusing as well. But at the same time, if we don't learn about these concepts, then we won't be able to multiply our money or make it work for us. That is, we won't be able to gain more than our actual wages or our actual allowance. So if we reinforce our desire to earn, then we have to train ourselves to accumulate wealth. That is, we have to explore other areas other than say slaving in the capitalist market. Though that is inevitable, there is always option to lessen our time in the capitalist market. So, there is the concept of the more you learn, the more you earn. That is, a smart investor will earn more than an impulsive one. Especially now that our stock market is very risky, we have to know the know-hows and the ins and outs of our stock market. That if you have a free time, you can simply research about investment methods that fit you the most. Or you can have, say, mentor, diba? Our previous speaker, Ms. Salazar, I believe, mentioned this before, that you need to have someone who's more knowledgeable than you to ask your question. Increasing your credentials actually also increases your specialization in the money market, for example, since you're upgrading your skill sets to fit the future work skills in addition to the advantage in today's competitive job market. In this case, in a sense, with a master's or a PhD degree, you can have a more high-paying job than if you're just stuck in a minimum wage job. Another is to own a business. Pero baka naman sa rin. Can I stop you right there? I just want to yeah. backtrack to what you said. The more you learn, the more you earn. Parang natamaan din ako dun. Parang yung sinabi <laughs> kanina na make money work for you. Na-empower ako sa podcast na to, ha? Truly. So you said a smart investor will earn more than an impulsive one. I think 
Um, I have a, I have something to say about this since us Filipinos don't we have the saying of bahala na bahala yeah. na Lord bahala na si Batman so I think bahala na about, din yung pera nyo for oh, next oh, month oh to oh people don't want to think about it anymore I mean it is kind of stressful and confusing as what we've mentioned kaya people need to be impulsive with this I think it is important with what you said no to invest as a beginner I mean kahit late ka naman mag start as long as you start don't you think yeah that's actually true like we know that the concept of money is very awkward, especially to talk about in our family. But if we start the concept of being financially independent now, then we will be even more wealthy as future cost. That is the future value of money. So, um, and you also mentioned increasing your credentials. Yes, this garners more opportunities. Yes. So, yeah. Just to learn more, no? What else do you think we can do? Um, actually, the recession right now offers a great opportunity for startup businesses. Yes, yes, I agree. I have friends who started selling their baked goods, and I'm very proud of them. I support their work. Yes. Yes, because, uh, for example, if you don't have capital now, then you're gonna have to start alone. But since you're undergoing a recession, then the interest rates are lower. Mm-hmm. This means that we incur less cost in having to loan for capital. Yes. And also, I think prices, for, for at least, for at least the baked goods, I mean, prices, yeah. uh, they took a dip a bit. So. Yes, they did. But uh, those unnecessary goods, mm-hmm. that's not part of the competitive market, yeah. actually take a plunge due to our recession. So that also lowers the cost. becomes an opportunity to be able to start businesses. Yes, that's very good. And this business can also be your future career in the long run. Right? For example, um, I I have this uh, colorette set, a cosmetic set. Yes. That is, uh, that is a company of a modern Filipina CEO, Aninia. I love Isa her. Cabrera. I follow her. I follow yes. her. <laughs> I love her too. Especially her makeup. So, if you think about it, she started her business in her early 20s. Just like how we are now. We're just starting our life. And now, the company branched out to, I believe, more than 20 malls all over the country. And its community is still growing. So having having to start our business now actually offers us another opportunity or an additional source of income in the future. So yeah, I actually do follow her because I feel very empowered and motivated and inspired to actually um well capitalize off my skills, I guess. Um, Yes. I, I mean, is that a very money-hungry term? I'm sorry, but I think it's just an opportunity. Like, grab opportunities left and right if you are able to go for it. I mean, you have to start somewhere. So, I think this example, yes. like, color it, um, makeup, and the owner, CEO Nina, I think it's a very good example to be able to. So, about these businesses, no, like what I've mentioned with my friend's baking goods business, I think, I mean, I told you I follow Nina and I'm really empowered and inspired by this because I really root for my friends who are able to do so. I mean, I don't bake, but I will find my skill set and work on it to work on my credentials to be able to maybe start a business soon. Uh, we'll never know, but I think it's a good way then to receive income and you're doing what yeah. you love. So. I think you can't go wrong when you start, as long as you start. So Yeah, because, I uh, know, it's never too late to start. Yeah, diba? Truly. So, do you have any final words for our listeners? Uh, yeah. Um, the whole goal of ensuring your future is to do something today that your future self will thank you for. That is, be a wise investor, explore your choices, and always keep in mind the power of passive income that when you put your when you put on your toga or your supply give yourself the gift of financial freedom 
Thank you so much, Jane. Oh my God, when you said, when you finally put on the toga, you're so bad. You, what empowering last words, financial freedom, that will stick with me, financial freedom. So thank you so much, Jane, for wrapping up our podcast yes. with your last. Thank topic. you for having me here. Okay, so to our listeners, I really hope you learned a hefty lot about financial literacy with this podcast. I'd really like to give a special thank you to Miggy, Jian, and Jane. Then as well, thank you. I thank you so much for having you on this show. To our listeners, I hope we were able to answer your questions very well. I hope everyone has took away something because I know I did. I learned a lot with saving, tracking my expenses, being able to make my money work for me. And I learned terms such as the mutual funds and the stock market. I'm no ver- no I am no longer as overwhelmed as when uh before I started this podcast. I think learning these terms and being expounded by our speakers, no guys, don't you think na parang we're ready to conquer the world with our financial information? So don't forget guys, we can always start somewhere. We can always be the future of our country. We can always be financially literate. I mentioned that 25% of the Filipinos who know how to manage their money, we can make that 75% by the time we are older. So guys, let us not lose hope. We will manage our money as college students. We can do this. So, thank you. Um, I hope you Tune in to our next episode, our fellow Cabro College kids. So, talk to you next week. Goodbye. 